Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. Moving on to our second jam. This one's going to be in the key of A. So we're moving up. It's in A major. This is a straight groove. It's not a swing. So we're thinking one and two and dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, which is going to, again, change the dynamic a little bit. It is just a 12-bar blues using A7 and D7 and E7. So the same rules are going to apply, except now we're up in the key of A. So let's check this one out. So here's another typical kind of blues thing. Now we're dealing, dealing with the straight rhythm. Still using all the 12-bar blues stuff. Nothing has changed as far as that construction goes. Okay, it's just when we play, we're not dealing with the triplet feel. Now we're dealing with... Whatever it is that you like. And then you can always go into da 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 So I'll use like a like licks like that where I'm going twice as fast. And then what I'll do sometimes is I'll slip in and out of playing with the rhythm. Dun 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 and then I'll just kind of go off, which again, I always call free time. I don't want to do that all the time because then it doesn't really sound like I'm, I'm in the, the musical space with this song, right? feels like I'm driving alongside another vehicle and I'm not responding. But, and let me show you kind of what I mean. So if I was playing with the groove, groove heavy...
I'm very much aware of that rhythm and I'm responding to it. If I played free time, it would sound more like this. So really what I'm doing is I always think of it like, it's like um, kind of like going up a hill and you know, you're tired and you're going up and it's kind of slow and then you come down and all of a sudden it's you know like you're on a bike, right? And you come down the hill and it gets faster. So it's like a roller coaster. You're kind of going fast and then you're going slow. And I think about rhythm like that a lot when I'm doing my free time stuff. So I'm not really making the connection in terms of dun 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 kind of thing. I'm just kind of doing this roller coasterish thing with my rhythm. And I want to move back and forth between those. I need to make a connection rhythmically, no doubt about it, because if I don't, it just sounds like I don't know what I'm doing, even if I might, right? It's going to sound like I'm disconnected from the music. So it's okay to do that a little bit, but then you want to come back and and make that connection again, okay? If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are three memberships to choose from. VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast. And again, remember, repetition is always nice. You'll notice in this one I was doing more things like... uh... or right different kinds of things like that I'll use double stops they're called where I'll play these two fives together on the second and third strings or these two sevens or this you know seven and or excuse me eight and nine those sound really cool oftentimes. I'll use these two fives and then the seven eight, which we've talked about, but I'll use them together. And then I give this one a little bend. So you see, even though from the bird's eye view, there's a lot, we're, we're talking about how to solo and how to approach soloing and all the different things that go into this. There's also licks that you can learn. You can zoom in and go, hey, that one lick, I really like that one lick. I'm going to pause this whole thing, and I just want to go into my fundamental space and develop that lick. I really like that idea, whatever it was, right? And then I'm going to bring it back over here into the creative space and use it. And this is where this, I hate to use the word mastery because I don't use that very often, but authority, if you will, on your fretboard, the more you can control what you see, and your ability to manipulate what you can see, like a position or, you know, whether it's a pentatonic or a hybrid thing or something, but the more you can visualize it and the more your hands respond in a rhythmic and musical sense to what you can see, the more stuff you can do. 
So you can start moving across the fretboard all over the place as you as you listen to this. You know, if I go like this, and I'll play slower this time, just to make sure. Sometimes the the mood gets me, the energy gets me, and I I it's hard to slow down. But let me do this. idea. I mean, there's just, there's a million things that you can do with this. So you don't want to get overwhelmed, but you do want to be aware of my thought process and see how much of it makes sense with you and how you're going to use that. Because if you just get in there and you're just playing one position and you're just moving back and forth, I've been there. I know how that goes, right? So as we keep going, please just keep this in mind. You don't need to add everything. Okay. You just need to add something that's different. Even if it's just one note, but if it makes you think differently and it makes you play differently, then it makes all the difference in the world. Or maybe it's not even a new note. It's just being aware of the rhythm or just being aware of making connections. When A is being played, you, you emphasize A. When D is played, you emphasize D. When E is being played, you emphasize E. Even if it was just something as basic as that, but you now know your 12 bar blues and you know when these chord changes are coming and you make those connections, you're going to notice immediately it just starts to sound more authentic. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, the first thing I want to start off with in this section is what I've always referred to as meandering, really explaining to you what meandering is and how you can use it to benefit your ability to play. Now, basically what meandering is, is choosing a tempo, and this is really important choosing the right tempo, but you're gonna choose the tempo and then at that tempo, you're gonna start playing along with it. And the trick to meandering is that you're not trying to build some sort of iconic solo with all these licks and things like that. What you're trying to do is develop an inner disconnected ability of being able to move without stopping around your fretboard. Hey, Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? Please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1,000 videos to help you with your guitar playing. Thanks again for listening. Stay positive, keep playing, and keep having fun. If you'd like some help with your guitar playing but you're not sure how to get started, go to GuitarZoom.com and look for the Help Me Choose survey. By answering a few simple questions, you'll get Steve's personal recommendation of the perfect course for you. All this and more is available for you at GuitarZoom.com.